At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. The window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Hour number two of At the Window, Jared Smith at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Ariel Epstein here in Midtown Manhattan at Studio 34. I love the NFL. I love it. It just everything that the NFL does, it makes me so happy because we are without sports right now. We're completely postponing sports for the unforeseeable future. Yet the NFL has not changed the vote for the CBA, which got approved today. Legal tampering is allowed technically tomorrow, but we're seeing it happen today. And then on Wednesday is free agency for the NFL and everything is starting to heat up. NFL saying we don't care that the rest of the sports world's on pause. We're not. We're the NFL. We're taking over the world again. We're seeing now Diana Rossini and Adam Schefter tweeting that the Titans and the Ryan Tannehill, their quarterback, are now on the verge of a new multi-year extension that would prevent Tennessee from using its franchise tag on the quarterback and keep him as the team starter moving forward per sources. Jared Tannehill looks like he's about to sign that multi-year deal. We talked about it an hour ago, but it looks like it's coming to fruition right now with the Titans. Great. Uh, and again, the, this CBA is something when you talk about roster limits and roster expansion and roster construction, you only have one franchise tag now. So you can't just be giving those out to everybody. You've got to be very strategic with where you use your franchise tag. And obviously the Titans have decided that they don't want to use it on Ryan Tannehill and they have made their decision, at least according to these sources, uh, and I, am, I, I applaud them for acting so quickly and eliminating 
clearing the deck a little bit for Tom Brady uh, and making this decision. I don't know if it'll be an easier decision, but it will be slightly less cluttered uh, if one of the teams says, nope, we're good, Tom. We've got Ryan right here. Yeah, interesting that all of this stuff is coming out now, and it looks as if the NFL officials don't really, you know, there there was a little speculation about a day or two ago as I was listening to other radio shows and people were saying, well, it seems a little weird to be having NFL players signing these contracts for big money during a time where people are losing jobs, being laid off, or not working because of the coronavirus. And we said on the morning after, People shouldn't care. At least it's news and it's something about the sports world going on and it's a it's something to talk about. But that's, I think, from our perspective, what is your what are your thoughts right now on the way that coronavirus is breaking out and it's affecting so many people? However, the NFL is signing their players to multi-year deals for millions of dollars. I think it's business as usual. The NFL needs to continue to conduct their business as they normally would, as normal as they possibly can. Um, everything needs to be, I mean, can you imagine if factories that are making all these hand sanitizers and wipes decided, you know what, we're going to take a break for a couple weeks because we need to chill. Like the, the world needs to continue business as usual as much as possible, as safely as possible. And the NFL signing players is not putting anyone at risk by putting pen to paper as long as they've sanitized that pen before they write with it. Uh, so I, I'm fine with the NFL conducting business as usual. Uh, as long as it's done in a safe uh, and respectable manner. So we saw a couple of years ago in Major League Baseball where Manny Machado and Bryce Harper set the market for baseball free agency world. Do you think Tom Brady is that is that piece this year in the NFL? Is he going to set the NFL free agency market? Are we like are we going to have to wait for him to get signed before anyone else moves along? Yes and no. I think. Yes, because he's the biggest name that will fall. But because of his age, I don't think he will set the market. Meaning other quarterbacks are not going to be, their contracts will not be graded based on how much or how little they are close to Brady's. I think Patrick Mahomes, if and when he does resign, will be the first one to set the market of what a franchise they say in, ballers. in this new era of collective. There you go. Uh, so he will be the first person to uh, really set this new market because he's going to be the first real big-name quarterback that will get a big-time contract. Uh, I would guess uh, that would be uh, the person to kind of reset this market. I think Tom is, is, is an intriguing name, and it's a name that we will be very keeping very close uh, eyes on, but I don't think he's going to set the market from a financial standpoint just because his contract will not be what Mahomes gets – what Prescott gets because of just the age difference between those players. Good point. And the clubs informed for the new CBA for the 2020 season, the overall player cost per club, 242.9 million salary cap is 198.2 million. The rest is benefits and performance based play pool. So the salary cap though for 2020 is 198.2 million. What are your thoughts on the cap? I hope it's big enough <laughs> to sign some of these guys because you're talking about a $30 million contract for Dak Prescott. Uh, you know, that's about a third, eh, a, a little little, a little more than a quarter uh, of, or excuse me, no, a little more than an eighth of that salary. So one player out of 53 getting about one-seventh of the money. Yeah. Sounds a little disjointed to me, but – 
you know, and there's ways to offset it. And actually, that's part of the CBA is uh, figuring out ways to hide money, I guess, launder salary cap money so it's not as big of a hit in one specific year and it gets spread out. And I, I applaud the NFL for being able to do that because it would be a disaster if you get these co- contracts that are so big that they, you know, eat up so much bandwidth of someone's salary cap that they can't go out and sign another players. But again, that is the current state of the NFL. The NFL is in a state now where the quarterbacks get the big piece of the of, of the big piece of chicken, and everyone else gets gets the scraps. And that's just that's just the league that we're in now. The, the quarterback position holds that much weight so i want to move on to college basketball but just to update everyone who might be tuning back in the cba for the nfl was approved so the new cba passes ryan Tannehill looks like he's going to be signing a multi-year deal with the tennessee titans and the baltimore ravens are supposedly signing defensive end Clayus campbell coming over from the jacksonville jaguars for a fifth round pick in the year 2020 so those are the things in the nfl that have been going on today and players no longer will also be tested. Well, they won't be suspended from the league for testing positive for marijuana. Now I feel like I have to say coronavirus, but no, marijuana is now legal <laughs> in the NFL. Um, so moving into college basketball and just the selection Sunday is today or supposed to be today. What are your thoughts on the show still going on just to show the players and the teams where they would have ended up in the bracket? I'm against it. I, I think that's... That's the biggest tease ever uh, to do that. I think it's okay if you sent a bracket to the teams and they saw it. But I think to go through the whole, you know, pageantry of a show all for nothing, I think is totally pointless. If you want to release a bracket and send it out and we all look at it, that's fine. Um, but I, I think it's a waste of time and a waste of money. And you're you're asking graphics producers and hosts and you know, stage managers to go in and do this when they really should be home with their families, making sure their situation is settled. If you want the NCAA to tweet out a bracket, that's fine. I, I can handle that. But to go through the entire pomp and circumstance of putting together a selection show today, I think is totally unnecessary. And it's totally contradictory of what we should be focusing on right now, which is keeping ourselves safe, keeping ourselves isolated, and making sure that we can be as, you know, insulated from this as we possibly can making everyone down at Turner Studios go in and do this selection show I think is a complete and utter waste of time and I think it's totally ridiculous if they do it I don't think they're going to but it is ridiculous if they do well we're already people are working today and we see that people are on air on multiple television networks so I don't know if I don't know if saying that you know it's hard to say you obviously want people to stay home but there are people working we're working People at other networks are working and putting on shows. Maybe it's the manpower that it would require, but at least it is content. And it's something that I don't. It's a tough situation to be in. It really is. I don't we're have running a, on a skeleton crew here, though. So it's not like we've got our entire staff. I mean, we're, we're down to one producer today. And uh, I, I think the, the goal of this is to is to is to lessen what we have to do. And not expand it. So you you know you're 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 asking if they should put on a show for an event that's not happening. No, it's unnecessary. I think it's unnecessary. I just think that these coaches all came together and said that they wanted the players to have some closure. And if it's something that the coaches wanted and the players wanted, I don't see it being a problem for just showing the teams where they would have ended up in the bracket. Well, you can release the bracket, but you don't have to put a whole show on the air for it. That's that's my point. It's true. 
You can send I think out that the there should be a bracket at least to show, show the players and give them the experience. But then again, teams probably aren't having their players do a watch party either. You can't have a watch party with the team. Of course not, and, the and they shouldn't. Right, and you can't be That's showing those off. So it does defeat the purpose of watching the teams get all excited for where they ended up in the bracket. I have no problem, though, with them releasing a bracket to say, hey, this is where you ended up. Give Rutgers the closure that they, prob- that they probably got in. Let teams see, like, uh, Seton Hall, who was going to be one of its highest seedings in school history. Let them see that they accomplished that goal. There are certain teams, you know, for a team like a Duke and a team like a Michigan State, if they got a one seed or a two seed, I don't think it really matters to them. It's for those smaller schools, the mid-majors, that, that I would be excited for them to be able to see their names pop up on the bracket. But we, uh, the thing that makes it kind of not complete to me and why I wouldn't want to see it is, is we don't have the full picture, area. We don't know... You know, a lot of these teams were playing for bids this week, and they didn't get to play. So you're releasing a bracket on 95% of the information. So it's not a complete bracket. So I just – I, I think it would be a hollow thing. If, if, if you want to do it, I mean, I, I'm not against it, but if you're going to put all this manpower together and do a full show, and it's just not – it's a very hollow feeling. I, I Personally, I don't want to see it. I'm a, I, But then again, that's me. I'm an out-of-sight out of mind person uh, and I know we have to talk about something so we're going to talk about you know Lenardi's bracket which is not an official bracket but it still gives us something to talk about uh, but it's not a complete bracket because we don't know if Xavier would have gotten in they lost to uh, uh, to uh, DePaul the night before that they canceled the tournament they were a bubble team like where they have gotten in well we don't know we don't know what the other teams would have done so tough to uh, tough to determine that we'll talk about that potential bracket next year on at the window DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome inside at the window. Jared Smith at the Vandal Sportsbook. I'm Ariel Epstein here at Studio 34. Today was supposed to be Selection Sunday in college basketball. However, with the postponement of sports and the cancellation of the NCAA tournament, along with all spring sports at the college level, we're not going to see teams go into the March Madness race. However, there is a chance that we could see a potential bracket. We do have Joe Lenardi's bracket to work off of. Jared, you've been following Lenardi for the last couple of months now and the way that the bracket was going to fall out. What are you seeing in Lenardi's latest bracket? Well, it was the bracket that he posted a few days ago when we pretty much knew that uh, everything was going to get canceled and and Joe just said, all right, I'm going to put this out there. And... Man, oh man, I would have loved to be in Albany next Thursday night when Penn State plays either N- uh, NC State or UCLA. Uh, but unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Um, a couple of things stick out to me. First of all, my sleepers would have definitely been Liberty against Auburn. Love that matchup. Liberty would have been seven and a half point dogs against Auburn. I would have been all over the flames in that one. Um, a couple of interesting one seeds that caught my eye. You had Dayton in the same bracket uh, as Maryland which would have been an interesting matchup, I think. Mm-hmm. I think Maryland's bigs would have given Tappan some problems. So that would have been the first one seed I would have expected to go down. And then you had Michigan State and Baylor in the same bracket. That would have been an Elite Eight matchup, uh, which I thought would have been a fascinating matchup. That would have been, to me, the dream scenario for me because I've been pouting Michigan State for weeks. And I do believe that Baylor is the weakest of the one seeds in terms of their offense and Michigan State uh, would have came out of that bracket uh, and into the final four. Virginia as the sixth seed in the region with Kansas would have been fascinating. I don't know if the Cavaliers would have gotten that far, uh, but I would have been interested to see because those are probably the two best defensive teams uh, in the country, Kansas and Virginia, and that game might not have gotten to 40 <laughs> if they would have played. Uh, I do think Kansas uh, had a favorable draw. Uh, they had Duke and San Diego State as the other two top seeds in that region, uh, and I think those are the two weaker of the of those seeds. Uh, Kentucky and Gonzaga as as a possible Elite Eight matchup would have been very fascinating to me as well. 
Uh, and Oregon uh, in the same region as Dayton uh, would have been, or excuse me, in the same region as Gonzaga, it would have been fascinating as well to see an Oregon-Gonzaga Sweet 16 matchup I think would have been very uh, interesting. Uh, but again, this, the, uh, this is just all, all uh, uh, speculation. Um, I, I don't necessarily think any of these teams, if you were to ask me, and I was a senior, I was Lamar Stevens on Penn State, and again, everyone has different views of this. Everyone has a different, you know, way that they cope with loss and grieving. And, you know, we're all grieving for sports right now. Um, I, I would not have wanted to see the bracket. I, I don't want to know and put myself in the mindset. Now, granted, as a host, as a broadcaster, I'm happy that we have things to talk about. So I'm glad that we can see it, talk about it, digest it, break it down. But as a player who would have been in the middle of this, who is going through the loss of their careers... I wouldn't want to see it. I, I, I don't want to know. I, I don't want to put myself in that headspace. I want to try to move on with my life and move on to the next challenge, whatever these seniors I mean, are going to next. certain players such as Miles Powell, who has been the Seton Hall star, who's been tweeting out a lot about it becoming realistic that the season's over. I'm trying to find his exact tweets, but I know that Powell kept saying on Twitter, I'll, here we go. Um, he said recently his most recent tweet 40 minutes ago, we would have woke up Biggie's tournament chips this morning. Then he said 21 hours ago, for sure. some reason, I just keep thinking that something's going to pop up and the season's going to continue. Seeing all these kids transferring, all these coaches coming and going, all the goodbye posts really make me realize it's over. Oh, it's over, Miles. Uh, I hate to be the one to break it to you. I'm sure you're not watching, but if you are, it's over, buddy. Uh, you will never play another collegiate basketball game in your career. It's a sad, sad state of affairs. But, again. Granted, these players do get an extra year of eligibility. No, not the, not the basketball players. Only the oh, because they already played out the season. Only so, the it's the rest of the spring Correct. sports. Correct. The basketball players are done. Uh, I don't know if you read the, the interview with Lamar Stevens. Uh, and, and Mike Jensen, uh, who works for the Philadelphia Inquirer. It was about as, about as emotional of an interview as you'll see a collegiate athlete share with you. Um, and that's why I think if I'm Lamar Stevens, I don't want to see a bracket because everything in the interview that he said uh, was like a grieving parent who lost a son or a daughter. Uh, you know, it, it takes away all the memories and it takes away all the, all the things that have been good over his four-year career has now been tainted. Not tainted, but, you know, scarred in, in, in a sense. Well, you and, got taken away from you the again, experience everyone, that you were hoping to get and that you played your entire career for, which for someone who goes to Seton Hall like a Miles Powell or someone that goes to a Penn State like Lamar Stevens, these are schools that the tournament's not... I mean, you can't take the tournament for granted like a Duke can or a Michigan State can. I mean, even well, those Seton schools you can't. Yeah, Powell's, but this Powell's team, this is one of the best Seton Hall teams we've seen in the program history. Sure. Oh, absolutely. They had a legitimate chance to win the national title this year. Maybe not legitimate, but they had a chance to make More a, of a chance run than and, and be a Cinderella team. Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't feel for Powell as much as I feel for Stevens, who was 12 points shy of setting the program's all-time scoring record and who's never been in the NCAA tournament. I feel for the seniors on the mid-major teams much more than Miles Powell. Miles Powell is going to be in the NBA and make millions of dollars. I, feel, I don't feel for him as much. Uh, I feel for, for the players that have never experienced it before and that will never play professional basketball and that will never play any basketball at any level ever again other than rec basketball at the Y. The kids on Yale, the kids on Liberty, the ki you know, those kids are the ones I feel for the most. Miles Powell is, yeah, obviously they had a chance to win a title, but I don't 
feel for him as much. He's gonna he's about to be a multimillionaire in the NBA in a few weeks. Uh, you know, so I think the story's a little different with him. Um, but uh, again, if everyone deals with loss differently, and so for certain players to to react in certain ways, they they are within their their emotional capacity to do so. I feel for the kids much more that are literally ending their careers today or this week. They I will feel never for I feel for all of the seniors across the board, not just athletes, but seniors who are just normal college students yeah. too, because their college sure. their college experience was robbed of them for that last semester of school. All of these experiences that they were supposed Absolutely. to have robbed from them, and nonetheless, graduations are already being canceled. Michigan canceled their graduation, and their other schools are looking for later dates to postpone their graduations to, so that the kids could have the experience to walk. But how can you make thousands of people come together under one roof of a gym or one stadium outside and make them come together? So closely to all of this is going to be a question the schools are going to have to ask themselves. However, just just go to the college basketball format and Lenardi's bracket. Kansas, Gonzaga, Dayton, and Baylor all one seeds, according to Lenardi. Do you agree with those one seeds? Yeah, I mean, that's what we've been saying now for the last week or so since San Diego State lost uh, to Utah State in the Mountain West final. Um and again, if you're San Diego State, like, like we have broken this down before, I, I would say that they're better off in this bracket than being the one seed in the East uh, and having to go up against uh, some, of the, some of the bigger teams at Madison Square Garden instead of playing in Los Angeles, which is 100 miles away from uh, your home gym. So uh, I, I agree with Lenardi's bracket. I think, and again, we'll, this is all speculation at this point. We don't, we don't know if, if, if his bracket would have been correct or not, but... I, I, I error with him. Uh, he's been doing this for a long time, and I, I think he's, he's spot on with it. And, again, it's something for us to talk about, but if I'm a player on one of these teams like Lamar Stevens or uh, like a player on Yale or, or Liberty or, you know, one of those mid-major schools, Vermont, that, you know, is, is kind of in the middle of this, uh, I don't want to see the real bracket. I, I'm slide, actually Adam doing on. this for you, Jared, because I don't think that there was a basketball season you were more in the zone with than this basketball season in your entire life. And I'm trying sure. to help your I'm trying to help all of the research that you've done just come to fruition here and pretend like the tournament is still happening. I, I appreciate that. Um, it has been a tough, tough week for me because. I'm not as strong, I think, as a baseball handicapper as I am a college basketball and college football and NFL handicapper. And I had so much on the line with the takes and the picks and, and the, the predictions that I had on this season. And it feels very hollow that I'll never know if I'm right on Michigan State or Kansas or, you know, some of There's these no other closure. teams that I thought were going to make a run. Yeah, no, I, and as coming from someone who's dealt with it in my relationship life over the past few months, I'm very used to it. I've figured out ways to cope with it. And the ways to cope with it is to just drown yourself in other things and, you know, block out the anger and the, the resentment of what's happening. And I think that's we'll a good lesson. We'll get to what for we learned right about now. ourselves in these past four days coming up after oh, yeah. the break. But I just want to ask real quick Duke a three seed, and they would be playing in Greensboro, <laughs> which is funny for the home court advantage. That's where they were playing the ACC tournament. Greensboro is within the hour from Durham, which is where Duke is. Do you agree that Duke was a proper three seed? 
Yeah, I do. I, I think, I, I mean, I, when I'm looking at this bracket, again, it's hard for us to really finalize it because, again, you know, is Duke a three seed? Did they lose in the first round of the ACC tournament or did they go to the final in the ACC? If they went to the final, then, yeah, of course they're a warranted three seed. If they lost in the first round, so I'm, I don't know who they were going to play, but whoever it was, then no, then they probably should have been knocked down a line. That's why this is hard to really crystallize. Because Basically we just have to don't close have our eyes and pretend that conference tournaments don't matter, and we just have to go, okay, conference tournaments, whatever, let's just go off the regular season. Well, that's hard to do because Utah State beat San Diego State, and they probably wouldn't even been in the tournament if they didn't win that game. They should have been, but they might not have been. So it, it, that's, it's very hard to do because of how incomplete things were. And we stopped the line right at that Monday-Tuesday spot when the big tournaments were just starting to get going. And even some of the smaller tournaments, the SWAC and the MEAC and all those other tournaments. That yeah, were but just those teams weren't winning the tournament. So you're, I'm just giving you Michigan State. Michigan State won the tournament. Michigan State, it would have been in the Final Four in this bracket. If, the, if their first round game was against Bradley, then Iowa, then Baylor... Yeah, no, they're 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 in the they're in the uh are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is day four without sports. Jared Smith at the Pandal Sportsbook. I'm Ariel Epstein here at Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. Jared, what have you learned about yourself in these last four days without <laughs> sports? I've learned some new yoga poses. Um, I've learned how to just totally ignore. Uh, Which I would like to point out that Alan Hahn is the one that told you to pick up yoga and you listened. I well, to be fair to Alan, I, I have done yoga before he did suggest it, um, but my gym shut down uh, yesterday, so I wasn't going to the gym anyways because that's a really stupid distinct decision to be in a place where millions of or not millions but hundreds of people are sweating and you're sitting on that same machine that they just sweat on. Um, I played a lot of basketball too at my gym, and and that's not obviously a good idea based on what we're seeing in the world of basketball right now. Um, so I stopped going to the gym a week ago. Um, and I've been trying to figure out ways to do workouts at home. You can go for a run. The weather's getting better. I'm going to go for a run probably pretty soon. Uh, but yoga has been a very easy uh, workout method. Um, also, because I'm inside so much now, I'm very tight. My muscles are tight anyways. Uh, I'm a very – I used to work out a lot when I lifted weights uh, during my childhood days for football. Uh, or my – not my childhood days, my young adult days. Uh, I wasn't one of those six-year-olds that was pumping iron. I, was, I started lifting when I was 13. And so my muscles are always very tight. So I, I've been slowly doing yoga, you know, once every month or so over the last couple of years. But it's intensified where I've done it now every day, uh, all week. Um, and I've learned some new poses. I've learned uh, ways to keep myself occupied, some new recipes in the air fryer. Uh, and again, I've learned how to hit the yes button when Netflix pops up after a five-episode binge. And it says, are you still watching? Yes, Netflix, I'm still watching. I have nowhere to go. Nothing to do. So those are the things I've learned about myself. Uh, I'm curious your answer to this. So I learned that it takes coronavirus for my entire family to come together and um, be under the roof and have dinner four straight days in a row. Um, Usually there's like four out of five of us or three out of five of us. My sister lives in the city. She came home. So there's all five of us under one roof. For the last four days, we haven't killed each other yet, so it's great. We're actually all really still getting along. I'm very proud of all of us. And it was my parents' anniversary yesterday and my brother's birthday yesterday. So we've had a lot of fun wow. in the Epstein household. We were we got some cake. We've been eating a lot. Um, we're all probably going to, you know, maybe like die of obesity first before coronavirus. Um for- because that's all we've been doing is sitting home, eating and watching movies. My mom's the only one that's worked out in the last four days. The rest of us sit on the couch and do absolutely nothing. And it's great. Lots of movies. Movies are good. Um, if you want, we can handicap, uh, uh, you know, shows and which who's going to finish which show first. Maybe we can yeah. both start one show at the same time. Well, I already had you beat on Love is Blind and Hunters. First. I already beat you. 
Well, Love is Blind, you watched that months ago. No, I watched it like two weeks show. ago. I'm late to the party on Love is Blind. Uh, well, but it's been around for, like, Love is Blind, I'm late to the party. Hunters, I'll be done with Hunters by tomorrow. Probably. I'm on episode five. It's great. It's incredible. Um, it, it's a little sick and a little twisted. I don't know if those uh, viewers are familiar with it, but it's all about uh, kind of flashing back to Nazi Germany uh, and, and, and Jewish people who have, you know, come, survived the Holocaust, and now they're hunting the Nazis that are living in America, and there's a little ragtag bunch of There's a major twist at the end. You're not going to see it coming. Well, don't give it, don't, don't give it away. No, I'm just getting uh, you excited. Don't give it away. I'm almost there. I'm excited. I'm very, I, I, listen, the first five minutes, I was hooked. That was a great opening episode. The, the, the rest of the first episode was kind of eh, but the first five minutes was some of the best five minutes of any opening episode ever. And then it, it kind of lulled a little bit. And then in two, three, and four, it's really picked back up. I'm about halfway through episode five. I just, I got so tired last night. I had to stop it because I knew we had to do a show this morning. Uh, or get ready for a show this morning, so I wanted to give myself the proper channels to wake up and 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 get ready. Uh, but I was I was at at it until about two a.m. last night watching Hunters. I got through four and a half episodes, so the I'm very excited thing about that. Is that um, I've realized how easy it is for me to sit home and do nothing, and I think that's very sad. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I think, but but you're doing the right thing. I mean, I, I you know people, you know, we our generation and and you're included in this. You know, we're we're a social group. We we're social butterflies. The millennials. We've got our texting, our Instagramming, all the social media. Our we day like drinking. So it, yes. So it feels unnatural for us to literally sit in a room and do nothing for twelve hours a day. It feels like we're missing out on the outside world. Now, the older you get, the less FOMO I've gotten when it comes to going out and doing things. Uh, so that's helped. You're still, a, you know, a young whippersnapper that you want to go out and mingle and, and, and all you're single and ready to mingle, all that fun stuff. And I get it. Uh, but I, I think the prudent thing for everyone in our generation and any generation to do right now is just to give up that desire to go out and just be home as much as possible. I Figure don't think out a way to make see- a new recipe. Do more I don't think so, but I I agree because I have absolutely no problem sitting home, making cookies, drinking wine, and hanging out with my family. I have zero problem with it. Uh, We just saw, by the way, um, Pat Ford, who's a a very uh, 4D, I don't know how to say his last name, Ford, 4D, uh, Sports Illustrated college basketball writer, uh, confirmed that Dan Gavitt, who's the VP of the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament Committee, said there will be no bracket release and I, I applaud that I think that would have been a mistake I, I I think we've got plenty of people handicapping brackets and 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 things and we've got plenty of Lenardi's out there sending out brackets and fun things to do I don't think we need that in our lives right now but that's just my opinion and we're also seeing some more movement in the NFL um I do under I was okay either way with the NCAA um Anthony Costanzo who's the Colts left tackle is signing a two-year deal, $33 million contract extension with the Colts. Apparently, Costanzo didn't want to leave Indy, and now he won't have to. Yeah, that's good. Um, I think uh, I, I think every every piece of news we're going to see, well, I, I think Rivers actually is a lock to go to the Colts. I would be shocked if he did not go to the Colts uh, at this point. I, I'm pulling up the QB next team odds now. Yeah, I mean, Brady's up to 200 now, so we've seen a 45-cent move on him. Uh, in the last 48 hours from 155. I think I saw it as earlier this week and now up to 200. Um, I would be shocked if he did not go back to New England at this point. 
I, I would be surprised. I, I think that would be an upset if another one of these teams reached out and grabbed him. Yeah, so yeah, that's crazy. So we just see the line movement on Brady, which we were just talking about before, how he was at minus 195, now at minus 200. I think that has a lot to do with the Tennessee Titans news coming out about signing Ryan Tannehill to a multi-year deal, which is what they're working on. Phillip Rivers, like we said, minus 180 to the Colts. It's interesting to me with Rivers that it's Colts, then no team slash retired as his second best odds. He wasn't retiring. I never thought that Phillip Rivers was retiring. Yeah, I didn't think so either. And another piece of news that's going to affect our industry, and I think this is something that's going to really affect our industry over the next few days, uh, the Maryland governor just closed all state racetracks, casinos, uh, and simulcast facilities, which I'm sitting in one right now. Um, I, I I don't know if I'm surprised, but I'm a little disgusted with how many people are here today betting on horses. Um and again, what we've heard from Gabe is that, you know, he spends more time here than me. Uh, this is not a place that really cares. A lot. I mean, you can see it right there. I mean, that's, I count 50 people, about 25, 50 people right there uh, in, the, in the sports book. So, uh, you know, I think if you went around the room, there'd be way more people that should be here right now. Um, and I, I would be shocked if this facility stayed open uh, this week. And it shouldn't. The Meadowlands uh, already canceled horse uh, races at the track. You are allowed sure. to, though, be in the building, obviously. Yeah, and there's more people in this room than there should be. It was actually interesting. Really, Remember uh, that you taking said... Taking into account social distancing. Was it you that said to me that TVG should just go on to a network and get paid? I thought it was interesting to see that sure. Fox Sports was the one that picked them up on FS2. They put TVG on FS2. Yeah, I mean, you know, other than UFC right now and Mexican soccer, horse race, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the feeds right now. I, I see Gulfstream Park's about to start a race. Tampa Bay Downs about to start a race. Uh, I see a couple of other tracks that I, Saratoga's about to start a race. Aqueduct, which is about 30 miles on the other side of uh, Manhattan in uh, Queens. They just started a race. So, you know, it's business as usual for the uh, pony players, but I, I don't think it should be. And I think this is a case in point of what we're dealing with right now. And every time I look down at my Twitter, there's another update of how many numbers uh, of this virus have been confirmed. We're up to 329 in New York City alone. And everything that I'm reading says that everyone who lives in this city should just assume that you've been exposed to it at this point. And that is why I think the entire city should and will be shut down within the next 48 hours. That's the only thing I'm betting on today, Ariel. The city is going to get shut down in the next 48 hours. I, I have a very strong feeling about that. Everything I'm seeing from my news sources with the uh, city council, uh, everything I'm seeing from everywhere, everywhere amongst these, this city and things that are happening around the city in the suburbs, Newark, Jersey City, Hoboken, Teaneck has now a mandatory shutdown. We have curfews effect in Jersey City and Hoboken. I think it's only a matter of time before the mayor of this city decides enough is enough, and he's being put immense amount of pressure on him by the city council right now. And I know I don't want to get into a political you know, uh, debate about where we are in this city, but the city council has a lot of weight on what happens, and they are putting an immense amount. I saw the comptroller come out this morning and, and ask uh, the mayor to act, and I think we're, I think we're hours away from uh, New York City being shut down for a period of a week to two weeks. It'll be interesting to see how things transpire here in Manhattan. And, of course, there are things going on around the world and the country as well. Um, but we, 
we can only do the best that we can do to help keep people informed and to just everyone stay safe and wash your hands and be clean. And the impact that it's going to have on the sports world, too, is what we're really keeping an eye on here on Sports Grid. Because the way that all these different things pan out from which sport's going to be first to the CBA being approved to how players might be affected themselves from coronavirus are all things that take a big toll on handicapping games when it comes back in hopefully a few weeks. We're going to talk about why the CBA really held up Tom Brady's possible negotiations next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Final segment of At the Window with Jared Smith at the Vandal Sportsbook. I'm Ariel Epstein. And even though we are going to be here for another two hours with in-game live coming up from two to four, we are going to continue talking about different things that have happened in sports because even though there's no games to really report on for in-game live, I feel like we are dealing with so many things going on as an in-game live, so many storylines that are unfolding. And one of those things has been the CBA, which was approved today by the NFL, the new CBA. So, Jared, it was said by Evan Lazar, who is a Patriots beat reporter, who said the new CBA holding up Brady's negotiations was real. The Patriots no longer need to worry about the 30 percent rule or the absence of voidable years in a Brady contract, which makes it much easier to reach a deal. Now we wait and see should see a flurry of moves across the NFL. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, we're going to I think the next and again. Thank goodness, because we don't really have much else to talk about right now. But this is saving love us. Them. Um, yeah, and but you know, to be fair to the NFL, this would have happened anyways this week. So you know, we this is what we would have seen anyways this week. Whether or not the NCAA tournament was happening, we would have seen a flurry of moves. I think the, the, everything would have been happening as it would now. The coronavirus is not affecting anything that's happening with the NFL right now. The draft. Aside, I think that's going to be the next domino to fall. Uh, but tourney or not, we would have seen these things happen. They just would not have been as much. Tom Brady would have gotten the fanfare. But if we were talking about conference finals happening today, we would not have been talking about Calais Campbell uh, getting traded to the Ravens. Uh, so, it, you know, it's getting bumped up to the top of the news cycle because there's not much else to talk about. Uh, but the NFL, as expected, is going to have a flurry of, uh, of, of news uh, items come uh, over the next 36 to 72 hours uh, when, when, when the league uh, window officially opens. It should be interesting to see because, yeah, the window officially opens on Wednesday, but I think we'll see a lot of things unfolding for the next few days. We're already seeing them today. Um, who do you think is going to be the first quarterback to go? Do you think it's Tom Brady or do you think it's, let's say, you know, Ooh. you're very sold on Phillip Rivers going to the Colts? Great question. That's a great question. And, you know, the, the irony of all of this is Rivers now at minus 180 has actually less odds to go to the Colts than Brady does back to the Pats at minus 200. And I've been saying all week that I think Tom going back to New England is an inevitability at this point. It's just a matter of when and how much. I would be very surprised if Rivers did not end up with the Colts. But the odds say that there still could be some movement there. Uh, in fact, the second team on that list is no team, and that Philip will retire. Which I don't. I, uh, I, if you were to ask me right now, which quarterback? Ha- yeah, which quarterback has more left in the tank? I would say Philip because he's younger, and because he's never won a Super Bowl and has never really had that postseason success. So I think his fire should be burning uh, a little, a little uh, hotter uh, because of those things. And I think Indy actually is the better team. If you were to ask me. The team more equipped to win a Super Bowl minus their quarterback. New England has some major holes right now at receiver, at offensive line. The Colts are ready to go. The Colts have a great offensive line. They've got weapons stacked up and down the field. They need to stay healthy. T.Y. Hilton needs to stay healthy. Uh, but the Colts, I think, are in better shape to house an aging veteran quarterback than a Patriots would be. But just the optics of everything that's happening in New England right now leads me to believe that Tom will go back to New England. But again... If you were going to ask me the first quarterback to sign, that's a really tough question to ask because I think there's a lot of mitigating factors involved. I, I, yeah, I like think the NFL draft. We want great, great point. Uh, and again, 
The NFL draft is something that we're not talking a lot about right now. We will once it they can impact to move free it. agency a lot. Hundred percent. That is a now you're going to have teams waiting correct. for a rookie quarterback who they might have wanted to draft. You're waiting maybe an extra month or two to get them, whereas free agency is starting up now in the next three days, and you could be getting a quarterback that way. I think the Patriots were tops on my list of teams that were going to draft a quarterback. I think they still will, regardless of what happens with Tom or if they, if they sign somebody else. Uh, I think Miami, Cincinnati, and even the Chargers are teams that are all in play to draft a quarterback based on where they're drafting and where, they're, where their, their pick is. And they could get one of those guys, Tua, Burrow. You would expect Burrow to go to the Bengals. You would think Tua would go either Chargers or Dolphins. Um, there are actually odds right now on the NFL picking. draft for Tua Tagovailoa and where his draft position would be, and it's over under two and a half. What are the, what are the, uh, the odds? Minus 300 on the over, side. plus 220 on the under. And good thing to keep in mind there, the over means lower. So... Over two and a half means the third pick would be a winner. So I, I agree with that. I, I, I think that's a fair assessment. Um, who, who picks second? Uh, you have the, ooh, why am I blinking? NFL Draft 2020. I know, I'm blanking I know, I'm blanking because I know it's Bengals it's and then Bengals. I think the Giants are four. Um, yeah, and then the, 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 the Lions, Lions are, three. are three. I forget who's two. Why are we the Redskins? Redskins. So Redskins are not one of those teams that is going to take a quarterback. Likely, I think they're not happy, but you know they're too much into that Haskins experiment to. Back they're going to take Chase Young second because Ron Rivera is a defensive-minded head coach. Or they will trade back, which I think is the thing that we're not taking into account, and it's impossible to handicap that because we don't really know what negotiations are going on behind the scenes. Um. I could absolutely see, because there's no clear-cut number two pick, where Chase Young, you would think, but number, you know, in terms of the fluctuation with the quarterbacks, I could totally see there being a lot of trades in the first round. That's the number I'd like to see, over under how many trades in the first round. Mm, I've not I'd like seen to see that, that yet. Uh, round one I haven't totals. seen it either. Very hard to handicap that. No, this one says the only total I see is um, total quarterbacks drafted in round one, over yeah. under four and a half. And it's four and a half, right? Yeah, and, and you would think the under is going to be the pick there because I, I don't see a Minus 380 the for the round. under. I f- yeah, exactly. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the wild card there. If somebody wants to take a shot at Hurts to be the fifth, but it's going to be Burrow, Tua, Herbert, and Love are the four, and then mm-hmm. the fifth is the one that you don't think is going to be a first-rounder. Uh, Hurts would be the one wild card there, but uh, I liken him to maybe what we saw with Lamar Jackson, but I think Jackson was a better prospect uh, than Hertz was. I, again, I, I, I'm fascinated to see. I mean, this is going to be a fun week. I'm glad that we have something happening next week to take our mind off of all of the other crap going on in the world right now. And that's the best part about this, or and the worst part about this, is usually when these things are happening in the world, sports is our outlet. And that has now been taken away from us. So we have to go back to our roots uh, and, and, and there's, uh, there's the dra- or there's the, uh, the board of all the sports that have been, I mean, you know, just basically say it's all. I'm so gone. proud of us that we I'm actually got right the now. terminologies right because 
I always hate, and I learned this in local news when I was covering local sports, there's such a big difference between the word canceled and postponed. And we have nailed it on the board. Great job by the guys in the pit because people keep saying things are canceled or thing. No, 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 guys. Pro sports is not canceled. It's postponed. We are going to see an NBA finals champion. We are going to see an NHL champion. We are going to see a major league baseball world series and we will get the NFL regular season. NASCAR will come back. All these sports are coming back. The only thing not coming back is college sports. Spring sports in college are canceled. Everything else is just postponed. Yeah, that is a very important distinction to make. Uh, I will caution you in saying that things could change. Uh, We're not going to see pro sports cancel their season. Um, I I agree with you based on the information we have right now today. Um, This is a very fluid situation. We've seen things change so much in the last week. A week ago, we were doing this show, and we were talking about you know, conference tournaments. And now we're talking about a totally different thing. So college I hope is that so different, Jared. College be- is so different. These colleges no, are, are kicking kids off campus. Kids are going to online classes. I, I agree. It is such a different situation when you're dealing with college kids who are not getting paid. You're dealing now with pro athletes who get paid. It's like saying that, you know, I mean, granted, there are people out there getting laid off of jobs right now. But for the most part, exactly. I mean, the, the NFL, NBA, baseball, these play, these teams aren't going to tell their players they're not getting paid anymore. Goodbye. I mean, these pro athletes apparently are still getting paid. Um, it's the minor league baseball players that apparently aren't getting paid, which is something yeah, I think that and needs I to saw be a disturbing, uh, I saw a disturbing article today about the ECHL, which is one of the better uh, minor league hockey uh, leagues. Uh, that will not be paying their players after this week. And you, you're, you're right. That is a disturbing thing that does need to be rectified. But unfortunately, that is the world that we live in when it comes to minor league sports. And, and they've always been given the short end of the stick. I, I agree with you. I, 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 based on the information and the knowledge we have today, I fully expect professional sports to be back by this summer. But I, I just, we don't know what we're dealing with with this stupid virus. And I... In the back of my mind, I, I always think of worst-case scenarios because that's what a that's what a crazy person does in their spare time when they have lots of it. So I hope that the powers that be in the governments and the municipalities around this country take the proper steps to mitigate this disease and make it so that this summer it's all an afterthought. But I'm looking at a room full of horse bettors right now that clearly have no idea what social distancing means. It's disturbing, Ariel. I'm disturbed right now looking at this room full of people screaming at screens about horse racing. I, it, it's, I, I'm, I'm disturbed. I'm, I'm disgusted. There, there's over passionate. 100 people in this room right now. People are know, overly passionate. And if the NFL was on, people would be watching it too. I know, but that's where the governments need to step in and say, shut it down. You can go two weeks without betting, people. I know we're all degenerates. Trust me. I'm as big of a degenerate as anybody. You can go two weeks without anything. Without food or water, no. You need that. But without gambling, go home. Be with your family. We don't need You're to be here right You're switching over to In Game Live coming up at the 2 o'clock hour. Jared Smith and I got you for the next two hours up till 4 o'clock. Stay on the grid.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.